The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $15 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday afternoon, May 27th, currently 432 on the East Coast. I promised that we were going to start doing some Friday pods uh, just to kind of not really go as long as we had during the week, handicapping every single game. But I think this was a good time. And I think the guys of the MLB gambling podcast were all on board with it. We'll get on Fridays, talk about some teams that we want to bet on uh, pictures that are getting underpriced, find some uh, betting trends that the market have not caught up to and talk about some teams that have, like I said, either are turning it around or kind of fading away. So we'll do that on Fridays and as well, picks as always on the MLB Gambling Podcast. So we'll go through our lock, our dog, and a total for the Saturday games in the MLB. And joining me here on this first Friday episode for Saturdays, my main man on the East Coast, Dylan Rockford. Dylan, how you feeling this Friday afternoon, buddy? I know it was a bit of a busy day for you. Yeah, it's been a busy day. Uh, good to be here with you, Moon Off. Uh, yeah, we're going to start doing these Friday episodes. Can't wait just to give out more plays because, you know, all of us, the boys, we're locked and loaded every day to go. we got a ton of plays and we like to share them. So, but yeah, I got um, right now, I got some things to talk about under value pitchers, one uh, on my dog of the day and a hitter on Moon Off's team. So we'll talk about that shortly. Yeah, so uh, like I said, we'll, we'll talk about you know some teams that are turning it around, some hitters for DFS lineups. I don't know is really good with that. Pitchers also as well to maybe you know avoid in your DFS lineups or you know you look at strikeout props, betting markets. You know if a team is getting underpriced or pitchers being underpriced, and, and we'll start right there, um, Dylan. We were talking about this yesterday on the pod. Uh, we we talked about Paul Blackburn. And how he's been severely underpriced in the market and how well he is pitching for the Oakland A's so far this season. And I'm going to try to go ahead and pull up his numbers here real quick. And I'm pretty sure uh, I know this past week where he faced the Seattle Mariners, uh, his uh, money line price was around. I want to say it was north of plus 150 plus 160 because he was facing Robbie Ray in Seattle, I believe. And he went ahead and got that victory for the um, Oakland A's in that game. But so far this season, Paul Blackburn is a perfect 5-0 in his uh, starts. He has a 1.70 ERA, a whip of 1.01. He's actually started, let's see, nine total games here for um, for the Oakland A's. And I know you mentioned this yesterday, Dylan, that they've actually won eight of those nine games, the only loss was in extra innings to the Tampa Bay Rays where they lost that game 10 to seven, but he's been pretty solid. I mean, we couldn't have to ask for anything more um, from a guy like Paul Blackburn here, Dylan. Yeah, no, I agree. And if you really look at it, out of the nine games he's really pitched, he probably was an underdog in every one besides maybe two to the Baltimore Orioles and the Detroit Tigers. So yep. 
he's cashed all these. He has to be an underdog. If you can, if you strictly just bet Paul Blackburn first five money line or plus a half a run, you've probably up so many units. So I think we're going to continue to see that because of how bad of a hitting team Oakland is, Mm -hmm. but it seems like to what the point you made, they're winning these games that he's pitching. So I think the team gets up for him because he is the ace of their team right now. So I think they get up for him. They score. If they could give him three to four runs, they're going to win that game. And they've they've done it against good teams. They've done it against the Giants, the Rays once, uh, the Blue Jays, the Angels twice. So I I think it's doable. I think we're going to continue to see these plus price. And until the books adjust, we got to keep hammering it. Yeah, he's had, let's see here, nine total starts so far for the Oakland A's. One game, he's only given up more than two earned runs. And that was all the way back in that loss, like I mentioned, uh, back on uh, May the 3rd on their home field against the Tampa Bay Rays, which went to um, which went to extra innings. Uh, after that, the bullpen came in and gave up, what, seven earned runs after that for him to lose that game. So, yeah, we're going to continue to keep on uh, monitoring Paul Blackburn. We'll talk about it on the pods when the day that he is pitching to definitely keep out, um, uh, keep our eyes on that. Because again, like we mentioned, he's been on some big uh, plus money uh, prices, especially going up against teams like Dylan mentioned, the Angels, the Giants, um, the Toronto Blue Jays, also the Rays he's faced twice this season as well. So uh, we'll keep that. Uh, we'll keep an eye on that for you guys as well. Uh, Dylan, let's uh, go into your, you know, maybe a player or team or betting trend that you've kind of been following um, maybe over this last week or what's kind of been working for you. Uh, what do you have for the for our listeners? I've, I've what I've come to learn in the past, maybe a little over a month now, Sundays are very hard to bet. I think I'm going to start laying off the of Sundays because you got teams that are coming to the end of their road trip or coming to an end of the homestand or the third game of a series where teams usually tend to take a game off. Mm -hmm. If they win two out of three or they win the first two, they usually sit a guy, they travel him, they travel him a day early and a lot of underdogs win. So on Sundays, I've, I've realized I only profit when I'm taking underdogs. So on Mondays, Tuesdays, it's a lot of favorites that I back. And that's kind of going a little in depth of how I handicap and how I make certain teams a favorite. Mm-hmm. So that, that's one thing I've been monitoring. Another thing also is Trevor's story and how good of a, just of a comeback he's had because the last, the first month of the season, I don't know. I mean, you can explain it a little better than I can. I don't know how you guys were feeling up, uh, in Boston, but the last 15 days, he's really turned it around 286 average. He has 14 hits. He has eight home runs. How many RBIs? He has 24 RBIs. The last 30 days, he has 32. He just really turned it around. And I think if he gets it going and then you guys have Xander, JD and um, Rafael Devers, you guys are going to be really turning things around. Yeah, I mean, beginning of the season, I, I, you know, it, maybe it was for him that you know he's on a new team now. You're you're moving from the West Coast to the East Coast, playing in Boston. You're going from Coors Field to Fenway Park. There's going to be a, an adjustment period, and you know, even right now during the season, Dylan, that we're only about how many games are we in? About forty four to forty five to forty six games for each team. That's about a fourth of the season right now, and it usually takes. 
for for a player like Trevor Story going from, like I said, from Colorado in the altitude playing in Coors Field over to a historic, you know, ballpark like Fenway Park, there's going to be that adjustment period. I think that's what kind of took for Trevor Story to kind of, you know, find his groove with the Red Sox. And like you mentioned, I, I think that, you know, he's really, I mean, he has now found his form with the Boston Red Sox. I, I mean, you rattled off the numbers there where, Last week, he was absolutely just crushing balls over ballparks, uh, uh, those outfield walls, uh, hitting the home runs, getting the RBIs. Um, there was a game where he had, I believe, what, three home runs. The next game, I think he followed it up with a grand slam. He hit another one last night. So it's yeah. it's been um, it's been a breath, a breath of fresh air to see what uh, Trevor Story has been able to do for this Red Sox lineup. And they've really needed it, right, because – you talked about this yesterday is that you can't rely on guys like Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts, JD Martinez every single night. And this is why you paid Trevor story to yeah. come play second base for you and kind of take some of that pressure off of those three guys. And now he's really starting to do that uh, for the Boston Red Sox. But um, you know, this Red Sox team was really struggling and it's kind of really just ties into what my trend is going to be. Um, for uh, for this week, it's been the Boston Red Sox offense, and um, and it's really become it's kind of ties in together of what you just talked about with Trevor Story, and now with his Red Sox offense, how they've been turning it around now over this past two weeks for uh, for for their team, and they're starting to put up some runs and get some hits. But um, did you have anything else before I do dive into the Boston Red Sox? that you talked about. I agree with you. Kind of going back to your first point. Let me go back to that. Uh, underdogs on Sundays. I think that's a great way to look at it because I think you also hit the nail on the head there is that no teams are going to be sitting players, maybe like guys like Mike Trout, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, some of these big players just getting them a day off or getting them out early to, you know, if they have a series that starts on Monday, but I think that's a great point that you did bring up. Yeah, no, I, 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 that's how I really handicap games just because like you said, the big time guys who you mentioned trout, yeah, even guys just have an injury history mm -hmm. that as well. I take that in consideration, especially and also the bullpen. And if a lot of, if a team got blown out, like for example, when the Red Sox blew um, the Orioles out the other day, a lot of the guys aren't going to be able to go the next day. So that's, that's an also another thing. And back on the Trevor story part, he has seven home runs in tw and 21 RBIs in the last week. He's third in the majors right now in RBIs after only having 10 the first month through and only <laughs> hitting 194. That's that's insane. Yeah, it so really is. Tonight, tonight, I have to do it. I, I'm going to do it. Plus 350 for Trevor Story to hit a home run because one of these days he's going to do it again. And I'm not going to be on the other end where I could have cashed my ticket. Yeah, I know uh, last night they took the L against, I think it was the last game of against the White Sox. Uh, it was actually, I believe, on Tuesday where he had another three-run home run against the uh, Chicago White Sox. And um, over the last 15 days, I'll mention this about Trevor Story and that kind of transition into the Boston Red Sox series. You're right. He's number over the last 15 days, and this is on MLB.com uh, stats. I like to look uh, use, uh, use that for, you know, recent – how teams are doing it in, uh, recently. Um, and over the last 15 days, Trevor Story, number one in home runs with eight. Uh, Mookie Betts is number two on that list at seven, but he is also number one is Trevor Story in RBIs at 23. Um, 
Let's see what else. Batting average is it's been at 286, but again, you take a look at the OPS for uh Trevor Story, number eight over the last uh 15 days, and he's up there with some of the better hitters in our yeah. league. Guys like Paul Goldschmidt, JD Martinez, another player on the Red Sox, Cole Calhoun. I'm surprised to see up there on this list, but Aaron Judge, Rafael Devers. So three of those top uh 10 hitters on this list over the past 15 days have been Red Sox hitters for JT, J.D. Martinez, Rafael Devers, and uh, Trevor Story here. Um, do you have any thoughts on uh, you know these other players uh, outside of Trevor Story for J.D. Martinez and Rafael Devers, uh, Dylan? No, not so much them, but I do like how Paul Goshman is just ripping the ball for yes. the Cardinals. <laughs> that, that man is – I remember I was watching maybe about a week, week and a half ago when the Mets played the – Cardinals and I, I think he rattled off eight doubles in the series. Just he yeah. was just raking the ball. It's to the point where I talked about it on my other podcast with my co-host. We're the um Bryce Harper's coming in the town to verse the Mets, mm-hmm. and he has such good history against so a player like that. My my understanding and how I would uh, go about it is you just gotta go pitch around these guys. Yeah. At, at a certain point, you just have to respect how good and how on a tear they've been. So I wouldn't pitch to Paul Goshman, like or yeah. Trevor Story at this point. You, you, why would you? Yeah. So at, at a certain point, I just didn't understand why we kept pitching to Paul Goshman. He's been on fire. Yeah, I agree 100%. All right, before I get over to my best Boston Red Sox, let me tell you guys about Win bet where you can get down on that Trevor Story plus 350 to hit a home run. Get yourselves over to Win Bet, our presenting sponsor of SGPN. Uh, right now, they have a promotion where you bet $50 to win $200, where a $50 bet qualifies for you to win up to $200 in free bets. Plus, Win Bet Casino is offering a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. All users, not you, not new users, but all users can receive a free $20 bet when they win, lose, or push on a three or more leg. Build your own bet parlay between Thursday and Saturday. Players can take advantage of the offer on the NBA playoffs as well as the MLB. And also this weekend at the win, the match is coming this weekend on the beautiful golf course out there. It's going to be Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, who are minus 200 favorites over the young guns of the NFL quarterbacks, Josh Allen and uh, Patrick Mahomes at plus 165. So if you want to bet that match, get over to WinBet. Just download the WinBet app. And there's so much others to choose from. NHL playoffs is going on. Just so much happening. Just do yourself a favor. Download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started today. Offer something to change. Terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 years or older and present in the state where played through win bet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there and I use it for mine. It's a game-changing product unlike anything else in the industry. And now... 
You can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. The main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's not only an app where I can, it's also an app, I'm sorry, where I can join my buddy's contest and we can play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friend's picks with a tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. So stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to build, to, sorry, to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money. So make sure to get over to Sleeper. Just go to sleeper.com slash SGP and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's right. Also join the squad, the SGPN squad uh, over at Sleeper. Just put in sleeper.com slash SGP. You can join our squad, copy our picks, but make sure you are only going to get that $100 deposit match if you use promo code SGPMLB. So just go to sleeper.com on your mobile devices and just put in sleeper.com slash SGPMLB and Sleeper will deposit Sorry, match your deposit of up to $100 on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right, Dylan, uh, let's continue that conversation about the Boston Red Sox there. Um, you know, we talked about Trevor's story, but really, you know, this team was not off to a great start. When we had the consig on uh, the pod a couple of weeks back, we talked about how bad the Red Sox were doing. And, you know, he didn't want to bring it up. Malcolm brought it up, but I think that it was a good time to, you know, discuss it because they weren't doing very well. I mean, those plain, plain and yeah. simple. The pitching wasn't doing well. The hitting wasn't doing well. And now over the last couple of weeks here, they not only have they been starting to win some games, but they've been an automatic machine, not only on their game totals going over, but also their team totals going over. And I'm just going to rattle off some numbers here off yeah. their uh, team stats here. And this is over the last seven days. So the Boston Red Sox, number one right now in OPS, uh, in the major league over the last seven days, they are number one also in team batting average at 340. They are number one in runs scored. They are number two in, uh, sorry, number three in hits. They are tied for number two in doubles, and they are also up there in home runs, which we just talked about. Sorry, they are number one in home runs, which has been led by Trevor Story. So, it's finally a breath of fresh air to kind of see this team uh, to finally turn around on offense. Um, so from a betting perspective, what I've kind of really been doing is I've been backing their team total to go over their full game to go over as well. And I think that's, you know, something that we're going to see now more with the Boston Red Sox, because, you know, we talked about it, that the names that they have in this lineup, when this team is hitting Dylan, I, I'm not sure if you agree with this now, but I personally think uh, this is probably a, my bias as a fan is that they are their lineup is one of the best in the American League. I think it's right up there with the Yankees. Uh, we can throw the Astros in there, and I think the Red Sox are in that conversation as well. You can throw the Angels in there as well when you have Anthony Rendon that's hitting Mike Trout, Shohei Otani in your lineup. Uh, Taylor Ward also has been really good for the Angels. So um, this Red Sox lineup, do you think that when they're healthy and hitting like this, they are one of the best, maybe not in the American League, but also in the entire MLB? 
Yeah, I would definitely agree with that, especially since at the top you have a guy like Kike Hernandez who yeah. is starting to warm up as well as again. So you got him, Devers, JD, Xander, even Alex Verdugo is a very underrated hitter, in my opinion. You got him, Trevor Story, who, like we just talked about for 15 minutes, who's on the tear. If you one through six is a very tough out, I would say. Yeah. And then Clevin Pulecki, um, I'm not really too sure. Your first baseman, who, Cordero, right? Is that it? Yeah, they've been switching between Bobby Dahlbeck and uh, Cordero as well, but I feel like they haven't found a solution at first base yet for this team. So they, I know they brought up Bobby Dahlbeck last season and see how he did. I know, yeah, I believe he had 25 home runs last year, but the batting average just wasn't there for him. Yeah, and, and, and regardless of Jackie Bradley Jr., he's not – and he's not starting for his bat. He's starting exactly. for his glove. So regardless, it doesn't matter where he bats nine. I, I love your lineup. And when healthy and all rolling on cylinders, I think you guys are a tough out. The pitching, it's just I think you guys need to add a, glo- a um, an arm or two. Yeah, I think it's really going to be when, uh, you know, Chris Sell comes back, obviously that one of the aces or the ace for this Boston Red Sox team, I think they're going to be okay. But I wouldn't be surprised if at the trade deadline, this team is in contention for a playoff spot or, or even yeah. attempting to fight for the division that they go out and get another arm. I think, you know, we talked about the possibilities that are out there uh, for guys like, uh, I think that Oakland team that we talked about, Paul Blackboard, I think he's going to be yeah. a hot name. Absolutely. Um, we could throw in Frankie Montas. I think he's going to be a name as well. That Luis Castillo, Reds, yeah. they they sold the whole offseason. Yeah. And we talked about that when we were doing the division previews that this Cincinnati Reds team uh, was going to – it was a fire sale. So there was pretty much that the front office didn't know what they, wanted, what they wanted to do with the team. It was them about trading off some of their players. I, they traded Jesse Winker and I think Suarez as well to the Mariners. Uh, like, Joey Votto is still there that this team is still hitting, but they're not winning games, right? The pitching has not been good Mm -hmm. so far for the Reds and rightfully so the Reds, we talk about trends. I mean, they are the number one team towards the over. Um, They have regressed a little bit uh, to the under here, but a little bit, but they are right now, Dylan, the only team in the entire MLB that's hitting at close to 61% towards the over in their games. right behind them, Atlanta, at 59.5% and the San Francisco Giants at 59.5% uh, um, as well. Do you have anything else that kind of stood out to you? Maybe it's from uh, totals or run lines or, um, you know, something that's kind of been sticking out for you before we do get to our picks here? No, nothing that really stood out to me just about the the underdogs and favorites on the end of the week towards the beginning of the week. But I did want to mention, I'm looking at the lineups of like the leagues before we get to our games, maybe besides out the Dodgers, because I really think Dodgers one through nine is a crazy lineup. Yeah. <laughs> but besides them, I really, the way the Blue Jays have been struggling, White Sox aren't the same. Braves are underperforming besides them and the Yankees. I think you guys have the best lineup, not just in the American league in the whole league. I'm really surprised about Toronto because I think they were really hyped up to be that team this year. And I'm really surprised that that offense isn't firing on all cylinders right now uh, with the names that they do have in there. I mean, they got a big victory yesterday against the angels where they did put up six runs. Uh, I think four of those were against uh, Otani last night in, uh, in Los Angeles, but I mean, how bad do you how bad yeah. do you think they're missing Marcus Simeon now? Because they led the majors last year in OPS. He had 45 home runs. He still has me and you have the same amount of home runs as him. So he's been the <laughs> well, he's been the biggest bust, I think, so far. Yeah. Um, I'm very surprised with the amount of money that they did pay 
um, Marcus Simeon over there to come join the Texas Rangers for him not to have a home run yet. I think that's, that's really, really uh, telling, but I mean, you kind of look at this, this lineup for the, for the Toronto Blue Jays. I mean, Bo Bichette, she's batting four, two, sorry, two forty six. Uh, Vlad is at two sixty three. Um, George Springer and I believe uh, Espinal has are the two guys with the highest batting average yeah. at our everyday starters, right? George Springer at two seventy eight, and then Espinal is at two eighty three. Uh, we talk about the home run power that this team was supposed to have. They don't have a single guy yet that's in double digits uh, in home nope. runs. Springer and Vlad are at nine, so I'm expecting them to be there fairly soon here. I know Vlad got one off of uh, Otani last night. Um, but, again, I think this team is going to turn around eventually. Uh, I, I just don't know why they're having – they have uh, Ramil Tapia in this lineup. Um, I don't get that in left field. I just He's not good, in my opinion. Yeah, he doesn't they, get on base. Yeah, and I've seen him lead off for this team, and I've seen him in that nine hole for this team as well. And just, and he's also been in that five spot, that six spot. So it's kind of I'm trying to figure out what's a good fit for him, but I just don't think he's an answer in this outfield. And another guy, Kavon Biggio, I mean, this guy has been atrocious yeah. to say the least for this Toronto Blue Jays team. He's batting 3.8%. Okay, so in perspective, when we talk about when we say 278, <laughs> this guy's 0. 0.038 uh, on the season so far. He's had a total of 26 at-bats. He has one hit, a total basis of <laughs> one so far for the Toronto yeah. Blue Jays. So I think, Dylan, it's really, really been those two guys that are uh, kind of – And even Chapman. You, you go out and you give up some things with Chapman, and he's not even batting 200. Yeah. You got to get more production out of them. And, and I'm afraid they're falling a little too much, even if they do and go make a run. You know, you got Red Sox heating up. The Rays and the Yankees are always going to be up there. So I would be I would be a little worried if I was Toronto right now. Yeah, that's, I think they're also missing. Uh, uh, I know Tosco Hernandez came. I think he came back. I think he came back. Yeah, yeah. yesterday. So they need him to turn it around as well. Or hopefully he can start uh, – um, heating up for the Toronto Blue Jays. But again, it's we're only about 20 to 25% through the season. Hopefully they turn around here because there's a lot yeah. of potential in this lineup. All right, before we get over to our picks for the day, let me tell you guys about Manscaped. It's summertime, and you know what that means. It's sweaty sack summer, and it's here. It's, it's May. We're getting into June. It's going to get hot down here in the south. We get record temperatures of close to 95-plus degrees, sometimes triple digits. And if you're on that west coast in Vegas or in California, you guys know it gets hot. So Manscaped, sweaty sack summer's approaching. Like I mentioned, it's time for you to start prioritizing the comfort of your crotch, guys. That's why the kings of crotch comfort, Manscaped, has spent two years designing the most comfortable boxer breach out there. I've had the honor of testing these new boxers out. I ordered uh, Manscaped, the, the lawnmower. They threw in a free pair of boxers with it, and I tried them out, and it's really the softest fabric of any underwear and boxer brief. So it's breathable. It's like gills for your groin. They even trademarked the jewel pouch so you know it's serious. And I think it's time you guys also start investing in your family, Joe. So if you haven't already got our the Manscaped product and use promo code SGP to get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com and make sure to use promo code SGP. 
P. They're so serious about the jewel pouch that they actually trademark that name. And it's really a pouch that's designed de- designed to cradle your boys in their special own place lined with performance, sorry, perforated performance fabric to keep them well ventilated, especially in the summertime, guys. You guys know what I'm talking about. Basically, just imagine a ball sipping pina coladas, chilling on a hammock on some tropical beach during the summertime. So all you have to do to get those briefs and get the lawnmower 4.0 for some below the waist grooming is go to manscaped.com. Use promo code SGP, and they're going to give you 20% off plus free shipping anywhere in the country. So, again, go to manscaped.com and use promo code SGP for free shipping and 20% off from the products that they are selling. And let me also tell you guys about Athletic Greens. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery, and Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of your immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that is athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And last but not least, let me tell you guys about IP Vanish. Did you know that browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy? That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers, advertisers, your ISP, and other prying eyes. That's why we use IP Vanish here at SGPN. IP Vanish VPN makes it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. That means your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's really that simple. So IPVanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. That's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use, and it's all you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Take your privacy back today with the brand-rated 4.6 out of 5 on Trust Pilot. So all you got to do, it's simple. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% off savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right, Dylan, let's get into our picks for the Saturday schedule. We'll give you guys a lock. We'll give you guys uh, give you guys an underdog and a total that we are betting. It's going to be me, myself, and uh, sorry, me, Dylan, and then uh, Malcolm also uh, left a recording for us. We'll play that for you guys after Dylan and I get through our picks. So, Dylan, I'm gonna let you kick this off. Let's start with our uh, let's start with our locks first, and then we'll work our way down. So, what do you have for your lock for the Saturday schedule? Yeah, I'm going back with my Mets as my lock of the day for a lot of the same reasons I mentioned yesterday. Uh, so, Zach Eflin, he didn't get he's not getting the start tonight. He got pushed back. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. As just most of the reasons I mentioned yesterday, he's Zach Leflin, he's awful on the road, 707 ERA. 
And the last time the Mets versed them, he only lasted four innings. He put up, uh, we put up five runs on eight hits. Uh, so now going for the Mets to, tomorrow is Taiwan Walker. And he's already faced the Phillies three times this season, surprisingly. Two of the times, he was really good. Last outing wasn't as good, but that was on the road. Now back home, the Phillies, they're only hitting 256 off of him. And Walker, he's been able to go to five to seven innings consistently, which is good. You're giving the Mets some length. Uh, but I think we see another solid outing from Walker. I'm going to back him. I trust him more than I trust Zach Eflin. This is basically just a fade on him. So at a minus 123, I see over at win bet. I like the Mets on the money line. Yeah, we talked about Zach Eflin yesterday, and you know we talked about the home road splits, and he's been absolutely atrocious uh, on the road. Has been Zach Eflin, so he got pushed back to Saturday. So uh, Dylan will uh, take his Mets uh, with Taiwan Walker on the mound uh, for the Mets tomorrow afternoon. I believe is his game. Um, so minus one twenty three money line lock for the Mets over on win bet for Dylan. Uh, for my lock, uh, we talked about this team a lot. You know, and I know you guys sometimes though I can be biased and unbiased at the same time, but I got to put my money where my mouth is with this team. And I'm going to take the Red Sox tomorrow on the run line, minus one and a half against the Baltimore Orioles who are in town for the weekend series. It's going to be pitchers projected. It's going to be Nathan Evaldi for the Red Sox. And since 2020, uh, Evaldi has faced the Orioles seven times. He's pitched a total of 42 and one-third innings, and he has allowed only six earned runs in that span to the Baltimore Orioles. He's gone at least five innings in all seven of those starts uh, since 2020 against the Orioles. And Nathan Evaldi did have one start earlier this season against the Baltimore Orioles where he threw seven shutout innings and only allowed three hits, zero earned runs, like I mentioned, against the Baltimore Orioles. And we talked a lot about the offense for this Red Sox that has really turned around in a big way. And over the last seven days, I'll recap it. The Red Sox are number one in runs scored, number one in batting average, and number one in OPS. They're also top three in hits, doubles, and home runs um, are the Red Sox. So with that combination, I just can't look past this minus one and a half run line. And also say this, the Orioles are six and 16 on the road so far this season. And the 16 losses that they've had on the road so far this season 11 of them have been by at least two runs. So that gives me even more confidence about this Red Sox run line, the offense turning it around, the Orioles not being so good at home, and Nathan Avaldi having success against this uh, Baltimore Orioles team. For my lock, I'm going to go with the Red Sox run line minus one and a half uh, against the Baltimore Orioles on Saturday. Dylan, any thoughts on that? I love it. Uh, I'm seeing a plus 150 out there. So I. I think you got to sprinkle at least a little, at least half a unit, full unit on that. Just, just based off the way they've been hitting and how bad the Orioles are on the road. I think it's a bad spot for them. I like that play. Yeah. hundred percent. All right. Let's get over to our dogs for the Saturday schedule. What do you got for us? Yeah. I alluded to it in the beginning of the episode about how a guy that I just think is not getting a little respect. I'm um, actually, the line is flipped in uh, my handicap. I actually have the Mariners a minus 120 favorite. So at home, getting a plus 110, I see plus 115s out there with Logan Gilbert on the mound. I have to take it. Uh, he's been able to go seven innings strong in his last two starts. 
the Mariners did lose those games, but that's that's when they weren't able to hit. The Mariners are actually scoring some more runs mm-hmm. as of late. But the the main reason I like the Mariners tomorrow is because they've already faced, <clears throat> excuse me, Jose Aquiria in Seattle, and he only lasted four innings. He gave up six runs on eight hits. Just overall, your Quidi, he hasn't been good on the road. 655 ERA, 16 runs given up in just 22 innings. I know the Astros have been kind of hot, but I think going up against Gilbert, I think the Mariners can cash here at, at home. I think they're live puppies. So give me the Mariners as my dog of the day. Yeah, I think this is another picture, uh, Jose or Katie, for the Houston Astros, where you take a look at the home road splits. It's night and day difference, right? 6.55 yeah. ERA, like you just said, on the road, 1.64 whip. And at home, he's 1.47 with a 1.15 whip. Um, but the crazy part is for Katie, he's 3-1 uh, and one on the road so far this season. But now you're going up against Logan Gilbert, like you mentioned, who's been really good uh, for this um, Mariners team. And again, it seems like that the Mariners offense is, at least recently over this past week, that they've been able to you know find some form on offense and hopefully that carries over. Uh, on Saturday against Jose Arcadi and the Astros. Cause I know on Friday night, they're going to have to go up against Justin Verlander. Who's, you know, we talked about it on yesterday's pod that he's just been, he looks like Cy Young, uh, Cy Young yeah. award winner. Um, um, like he has been in the past. So uh, yeah, good luck with that. I do like that play, uh, especially with Logan Gilbert on the mound and fading Arcadi on the road. Um. For my dog, um, I was kind of surprised to see this uh, pitcher as plus odds, but I do kind of understand it because he is on the road, and it's going to be the Marlins money line plus one fifteen. Sandy yeah. Alcantara versus Tucker Davidson, and you know he's Alcantara. I think at plus odds, I, I have to back that here. You know, in his career against the Braves, he's been really good. He is three and one with a one point. 8-3 ERA against the Atlanta Braves with 41 strikeouts in eight starts. His latest start against the Braves, he threw a complete game shutout against the Braves at home. I think he only gave up three hits in that game. And Alcantara has allowed a total of four earned runs over his last four starts, where he's pitched 28 and two-thirds innings in those four starts. And on the mound for the Braves is going to be Tucker Davidson, who's 1-1 one one on the season with a 8.71 ERA. He's allowed at least five earned runs each in two out of the three, uh, two out of his last three games for the Atlanta Braves. I think I'm just going to take a stab here with Sandy Alcantara uh, and the Marlins here at a plus odds uh, on the mound on Saturday. I think that, you know, he's going to be able to continue his success against the Braves here. I believe that, you know, the, um, the bats of the Marlins can get to Tucker Davidson early in this game. So if you're able to find a plus price on the first five innings as well. I think that's a good look as well for the uh, Mar- uh, Miami Marlins here, but I expect Alcantara to maybe go deep again in this, uh, in this game and, and take care of business on Saturday against the Atlanta Braves here, Dylan. Yeah, I like that play. That was going to be my second dog. It was between those two, but I made the Braves, <clears throat> excuse me, a minus one fifteen favorite. So if we can get a plus one fifteen, I'm just waiting. To, we, we start to see money a lot of for as bad, not as bad, but, for the record, the Marlins have the, the public loves betting the Marlins. You see, if you look, if you mm. kind of track the lines from right now, we see a minus 122 to a plus 110. By morning, the Marlins could be favored. Yeah. So hopefully we start to see some Atlanta money so we could 
get even more uh, a better number on Marlins and uh, Sandy Alcatraz. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, li- I like that play as well. I also like the under. I made uh, I made my total seven point five. So mm-hmm. at an eight, I like that play as well. And and you got to think Miami's due for one. They they yeah. lost four of their last five. I know they're on the road, but I, with their ace on the mound, I like them. Yeah, again, it's. Yeah, I'm starting to see the numbers move towards the Marlins direction. Uh, I was able to get this yeah. out plus 120. I'm seeing some oh, plus 110s yeah. now, and I see a plus 104 now on win bet. So it seems like the money is coming in on Sandy Alcantara um, and the Marlins for tomorrow's uh, tomorrow afternoon's game between these two squads. All right, then let's get to our totals. What do you got for us? Yeah, so for my total, I mentioned it yesterday. It was the game I was kind of generous, gave another play out. Uh, I'm going to go under nine and a half here with the Dodgers and the D-backs. And, uh, another favorite that I like because the pitching matchup. I set my total at 8.4. I've been impressed, like I said, with Tony Gosselin of late. He's been able to go five, six innings in four straight games. He's only given up four runs in those four starts. One of those games was against that D-back team. So now we got Merrill Kelly on the mound, and I, I think he's been the Snake's best pitcher, especially at home. He's also faced the Dodgers team twice. The last time wasn't good, but that was on the road. At home now, he's delimited the Dodgers to only just three runs. If he's able to do that again, I think we see another pitching duel. So I'm going to go first five under as well, and I'll also game, go full game under nine and a half. Yeah, I'm surprised to see this number, especially for I know you're talking about Saturday's game, but um, Sunday's or sorry, tonight's game on Friday here, that number's all the way up. I'm seeing up to ten and a half now. I know we we talked about a nine yesterday, but I'm gonna wait till game time on this final people yeah, get to too. this. But if this gets a ten and a half, I kind of got to come in on the under on this Friday night. But yeah, Merrill Kelly uh, has been absolutely fantastic getting back to Saturday's game uh, for the. Uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. I think Tony Gonsolin was supposed to go today, but I think they switched it. But we handicapped him um, yesterday. So he's going on Saturday now for the LA Dodgers. And if that number again opens up at a nine and a half, um, you got to take the under for this game between these two squads. Um, especially, you know, we talked, you talked about Merrill Kelly at length here, and as well as Tony Gonsolin, we talked about him yesterday. So good luck with that. Um, for my total, I'm going to go over to that San Francisco Giants and the Cincinnati Reds game. You know, I talked about how Cincinnati Reds pitching has not been doing very well at all this season. They are the number one team towards the over, but I'm going to go with the San Francisco Giants team total here. It probably should come around four and a half. If it's even up to five and a half, I still like it at that number. And on the mound for the Reds projected right now is going to be Vladimir Gutierrez, who's He's been awful for the Reds so far. I think that's a nice way to put it. He's 0-6 with a 8.70 ERA for the Reds. He has not made it past, or sorry, made it to the fifth inning in any of his starts so far this season. Over his last four starts, he's allowed a minimum of four earned runs in each of those starts. He's given up at least one home run in each of those last four starts. He had two games where he gave up two home runs. Gutierrez has also given up two walks in every single start so far this season uh, to opposing uh, batters. And I'm just going to keep it simple and keep baiting him here. I think that the Giants are going to be a get to be able to get to him early and often in this game. And I do like this number. If it's even at five and a half, I like it. Um, I like them to just come out and crush and take care of business. Another way to attack this, if they, if your books do allow a first five inning team total, 
Uh, for the Giants, I would take that as well. A lot of times it does come around two and a half, possibly a three and a half, but I won't be surprised if the Giants put up a couple runs within those first two innings and then, you know, really just give it to Gutierrez into the third, fourth, fifth inning. And we know also that this uh, bullpen for the Cincinnati Reds is not very good either. So uh, I really do like this total here of Giants team total over four and a half here, Dylan. Yeah, I like that play. I set my team total for the Giants in this one against Gutierrez at a 5.6. So even five, I think it'll open up around a five. Yeah. But even at a five and a half, I still like it over because even when they get to the bullpen, I still think they could do it. And going back to your first five team totals, I, I see that you do them a lot on Twitter when you post your plays. Yeah. And I've never, I've never seen anyone do that. And I think that's a nice way to handicap or at least get some some reduce the juice on the line and, and you seem to be cashing on them. So credit to you. I I've never seen that. And, and I like that play. That's a, it's a fun angle to come in on. Yeah. Especially when you have like these pitchers, I would like the Cincinnati Reds pitchers. Like, you know, we talked about Gutierrez right now. Um, Hunter green, I think another day yesterday, he started, yeah. right. We were talking about on Thursday that he gave up runs early to the Cubs as well. And that went over, um, and uh, I know we, uh, I know I was on the pod on Wednesday, but you and I had the both same pick on the over in the Rockies and the nationals game. And I believe it was who was starting in that game on Wednesday that I, I, Austin I, Gomber, uh, right? no, for the nationals. Oh, that was yesterday's game, right? Yeah. Yesterday's game. I'm sorry. On Thursday, um, uh, Marquez. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and Patrick Corbin, yeah. Yeah, and Patrick Corbin. So I had taken the team total over for uh, the Washington Nationals as well as uh, the Rockies. And by the time the fifth inning rolled around, it was five to three in that game. So, and again, you if you had taken the over two and a half on the Washington Nationals in that first five innings, you cashed it in that first inning where they put up four. And then the Rockies came back and added one in the second and two in the third. So, and a lot of times, you know, we'll see that these teams get out to early hits and early runs and sometimes you won't see any runs after that um and sometimes it could go the other way where you know if you're if you're betting on team totals that the bullpen um comes up and get cashes it for you but those it's really gets you in it gets you in and gets you out within those first five innings yeah. and those have really been cashing for me so hopefully our listeners and if their books do uh, offer that you can get in on those as well um, yeah. Well, yeah go also, ahead. real quick before we end it, uh, you can look at a guy like yesterday. You want to mention the, the Reds game, the guy like Justin Steele, who has a really yeah. good ERA the first time around the lineup, but the second time around the lineup, teams and batters are hitting over 300 on them. So maybe that's an, another angle where you want to expose. And I like that. Yeah. And I think fan graphs, uh, and I believe Rotowire also does a good job of giving you a full breakdown of how batting lineups are doing against pitchers. Like you just mentioned, first time through the lineup, second time through the lineup and third time through the lineup. So if you're seeing that that second time through the lineup, that a team, like you just mentioned, Justin Steele is allowing opposing uh, teams to bat over 300. That's another way to attack that over first uh, first five innings as well. So there's a lot of different marks that we can attack in baseball. I've been able to find uh, these first five inning team totals, which has been really profitable. Um, before we get out of here, Malcolm has a in a recording with his picks. He also throws in a champion league champions league pick um, for the Champions League final. Dylan and I will touch on that after we hear from Malcolm and his picks for this weekend. Hello, everybody. It is Malcolm here. Um, 
I thought I would record this solo uh, at a more reasonable hour. Uh, the kids have just finished school. They're on their school holidays, so I said I would take them to do something fun later on uh, when Moonaf and the boys plan their recording. Uh, so I'm going to get this down on the ground. It's one of our little uh, bite-sized MLB gambling podcasts as well for the weekend. Um, before we get into the baseball, um, I'm sure the boys have already discussed it, but it's the Champions League final tomorrow. Uh, so I had a little look. I know you'll get more sense out of me than you will do out of any of them, particularly Moonaf. Um so, yeah, I thought I'd fetch out a Champions League bet or two for you because I know a lot of you will be watching that tomorrow night. Liverpool against Real Madrid in Paris. Um, I had a feeling, I thought there might be some value in the draw here at plus 375. Um, Liverpool, the cup finals, they played both of their cup finals this year against Chelsea, uh, went to extra time. Um, as a draw, uh, Madrid and Manchester City went to extra time in that semi-final. Uh, and Madrid only got that done very late doors as well. I think that game was um, was goalless up until pretty late. Um, I was going to go towards the under um, at even money, under two and a half goals. I think this, not cage is the wrong word, but they're two good sides, obviously. Um, a lot of offence on show. So I think I just thought the, the over might be... Uh, might be slightly juiced a bit too much. Like I say, the, that Liverpool Cup final was a nil-nil draw and then Chelsea and Liverpool again, two potent offences. So if it's going to go under, uh, the chances of a nil-nil or 1-1 seem just as likely uh, as a 1-0, as a uh, which is it'll have to be uh, to cash the under. That's not a draw because the only other under scoreline is is 1-1. So a draw plus 3.75, then hopefully Real Madrid can take it an extra time and send uh, Moon off and Dylan and everyone else crying into their beer. Uh, so we'll take the draw. Uh, the draw at 11-4 to four in that Champions League final. Right, OK, we'll get on to the stuff uh, that I am really here for. Um, first off, uh, our esteemed leader, Moon, have asked me to find um, somebody or something to feed and somebody or something to tout. Now, I picked a couple of names out and I've ended up completely flip-flopping on what I was going to do with them. I picked out the Seattle Mariners and I picked out Matthew Liberatore, the St. Louis Cardinals rookie pitcher. Um, and I wanted to talk up Liberatore and I wanted to fade the Mariners. So, so I sat down with my pen and paper uh, to do my little dive into them. And I've ended up completely reversing everything I want to do. Um, so the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to fade Matthew Liberatore. Um, he is pitching for the cards on Saturday night against the Milwaukee Brewers. Um, he has pitched one... Uh, game. He got one start last week when he came up. He's the Cards' number three prospect, uh, six foot four inch tall, left-handed pitcher. Um, he pitched four and two thirds um, against Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. Sorry, uh, gave up seven hits, four earned runs, uh, walked two as well while striking out three. He got out the first inning with a one two three. Um, he said himself afterwards that his nerves were okay, but his command wasn't great. Um, slightly unlucky with a dodgy bounce uh, Brian Reynolds got it inside the park home run, uh, quite unusual um, but then I look back before that and his, his AAA numbers in Memphis he was 3-3 three and three with a 383 ERA, which isn't particularly stellar, he's been talked up quite highly um, struck out a lot of batters, he had 46 strikeouts in the 40 innings that he pitched there um, his pitching report, he's got good arm strength, he's got a really good curve, he's got a plus curve um, and fastball velo. But apart from that, his fastball appears to be very hittable. Um, the 
Brewers are minus 105 to beat Liberatore yesterday. So the Pirates got to him. Uh, the Brewers have been in good form as well. So um, I just thought he was over uh, overpriced, really. Uh, I don't know if overhyped's the right word because there's been some some chat about him, but it's not been loads. Um, Adrian Hauser uh, is on the hill for Milwaukee with three and four uh, with a, uh, a 298 ERA. Hauser is. Um, and the Brewers have been going along fine. They've cast us some tickets this week. So I had no real problem with taking the Brewers and fading um, Liberatore if the cards, the, the Brewers have got that 15 and 10 road record as well, which is uh, batting for us tomorrow as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to take the Brewers and, and fade Liberatore. So that's a name you might be familiar with um, as he uh, as the season progresses. OK, so the, the reverse of that then was the Seattle Mariners. I, I had a look at the, the record of... Um, 18 and 27. Um, they are two and eight in their last 10. Uh, and they go to um, Houston uh, this week, this weekend. Uh, let me check that. Yeah, Saturday night. Uh, yeah, sorry, they're at home uh, to the Houston Astros where Logan Gilbert will take on uh, Keith. So, yeah, just have a little look at Seattle in general. Um, they're overall in. The, the bats overall are ninth in war, which is a, a metric we've talked about, uh, particularly when moving off last season, uh, wins above replacement. So ninth is a decent uh, is a decent uh, return there. Um, batting average is 17, so it's just below the middle. Only 234, uh, but that's the kind of area we're living in, actually. Um, 11th in homers, again, above above average. And Babip is 18th, which is slightly below average. Babip's kind of a look metric, um, which is 281. Batting average on balls in play. So I think you can expect some um, some progress from that. That should be a little bit higher. The, it's a real donut, their lineup. The The top six um, actually don't look horrible um, in terms of batting average. And then there's a drop-off from Kyle Lewis, who's uh, ranked six at 250. Down to the seventh place hitter um, is you, uh, Eugenio Suarez, um, who's hitting 216. So you've got a 34 point drop off there from the sixth hitter. Um, Jesse Winker then is also hitting 216. Mitch Hanniger, uh, Lewis Terence, the catcher, who I drafted in all sorts of places because I thought he would hit four average, is hitting 194. And then Jared Kalinick at 140. Um, they are all bats who should be able to do a little bit better, I think. So I think they can close that gap. And I can see better days ahead for Seattle. Uh, on the mound, Gilbert is the only one, uh, really, who's, who's performed up to standard. Gilbert, who goes tomorrow in that game against Urquidy, hitting two, uh, an ERA of 260. After that, you've got Robbie Ray, who's really struggling. He's throwing his fastball and his curve. That's all, ERA of 475. Chris Flexen has hammered me in some fantasy leagues. His ERA is two spots off five. Um so you're looking for some upside. George Kirby's just come in. I think he's had a couple of starts. Um, possibly Matt Brash. Matt Brash came up early in the season. We talked about him. He had a couple of good starts uh, before the major league. Kind of figured him out. Um, short of many options, I think Matt Brash could be could be back soon as well. So there's possibly upside in Kirby and Brash. Um, one thing they do need to do is get Drew Steckenrider back. I think the option did to triple A, um, but expecting more out of him in the pen so they could get him right. The reason I've taken them, so I'll give you a couple of reasons that I expect the bats to close the gap. Um, I think the pitching has got a little bit more upside than it's shown. Um, they've played 26 road games so far this season. The record is 8-18. Eight and 18. They've played 19 home games with a 10-9 and nine record. So they're much better at home. Uh, coming up, uh, starting tonight, they have six home games. 
which are three against the Athletics, uh, very winnable. And then three against the Astros, uh, which is obviously going to be... Uh, sorry, three against the Astros, then three against uh, the Athletics. So the, the the Athletics are very winnable games. Um, but yeah, at home against the Astros, they've, they've been competitive. They then go on the road to Baltimore and Texas. Again, two of the uh, lesser lights of MLB. So they've got a chance there. So out of them next 12 games, I can see maybe Seattle, hopefully picking up eight or nine. So just a blind bet on Seattle uh, might make you some money there. Um Okay, so I'm going to give you my lock and dog and total for the weekend. Um, you've probably worked out my lock already. I'm going to lock up the Milwaukee Brewers against the Cards and Matthew Liberatore on Saturday evening. Um, they're a great price, minus 105. Um, Adrian Hauser, like I say, going against Liberatore, so that one dodgy start. And the numbers aren't something I've particularly fallen in love with. So I'm going to take the Brewers at minus 105 is my lock. Uh, for my dog, I'm going to keep doing something that's been working for you. I'm going to fade Garrett Cole. Um, he is at Tampa Bay on Saturday night. Uh, that's a 9-10 Eastern first pitch. Corey Kluber uh, goes for Tampa, who's not a stellar name, but I just, Cole's just been, his, his record's okay, 4-1, and one, but I've just seen him get hit uh, regularly the last twice against the Baltimore Orioles. Tampa at home um, at plus 130. Looks like a great price to me. Uh, Tampa's record at home is 15-10. and 10. Um, although the Yankees are great on the road, but um, yeah, I just uh, I don't think you can be back in Garrett Cole um, at such a minus uh, minus odds price at the moment. And for a total, I'm going to take the under eight and a half on the Philly and Mets game on Saturday. Um, that game is a uh, seven fifteen first pitch. Um, Zach Eflin is the pitcher for Philly, and Taiwan Walker is the pitcher for uh, the New York Mets. Eflin had a little IL stint. Um, and he's came back absolutely great since then. A um, couple of dodgy starts. That was up until the 1st of May. But he's come back uh, with starts on the 17th and 22nd of May. Um, pitched 13 innings. Uh, given up three earned runs. And struck out 17 batters in that time. Um, so, yeah, I can I can see Eflin uh, having a good start tomorrow night. And Taiwan Walker's a pitcher. Um, his record's been great as well. He's 2-0 so far in the season. Um, been slotting in and out of this injury-plagued uh, New York Mets rotation. Uh, he has started six games um, for that ERA of 2.7. So that just tells you how long he's been going. Two of his uh, two of his last three starts, he's been scoreless in seven inning starts as well at Colorado and at Washington. Um, gave up three in the meantime at St. Louis. But um, yeah, I just thought both pitchers were perfectly capable of... Uh, have thrown a good game here and the eight and a half look big. So, Brewers lock, Tampa Bay plus 130 are the dog. Uh, my total will be under eight and a half in the Phillies-Mets game. Uh, we're going to fade Matthew Liberatore and we're going to ride the Seattle Mariners uh, over the next week and a half, maybe getting on for two weeks, see if they can put us a run together. Cheers, everybody. Enjoy the Champions League. Enjoy your baseball. Uh, I will speak to you, everybody, early next week. And I'll see you down the road. Cheers. All right. There we go. So from Malcolm, I'm, I'm surprised that he um, he didn't fade Liverpool. He kind of is in a way. I know he's he, he picked the draw there, uh, but I, I like his handicap about that draw there because the two cup uh, games that the uh, Liverpool has played uh, this season against Chelsea have both gone to draws at the end of uh, 90 minutes plus injury time. So uh, that's some value there on that. But um 
I think Liverpool probably gets it done in uh, in um, in regulation. I guess we can say. I don't know what the proper word is in soccer. Yeah, it, but it's it's yeah, it's weird for soccer because if you take money line, if it goes extra time, you yeah. don't cash. You have to. It's very specific. So there are some books to like lift the cup. Yeah, and yeah. then it, it it takes away the overtime or penalties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but for me, I could get my plays real quick. Uh, I took yeah. Liverpool plus one ten on the money line. I took both teams to score. Chalk, yeah, minus one fifty five. But I think they uh, Real Madrid likes to play from behind. Uh, mm-hmm. And I also took over two and a half goals. I think Liverpool scores two, and I think Real Madrid gets one. So those are my three plays. Yeah, I like the uh, the bet of uh, Liverpool to leave, lift the trophy. Um, and also, I'm probably going to take the money line as well at a plus price uh, for uh, for them to get it done in the Champions League tomorrow. Definitely will be tuned into that um, oh, yeah. tomorrow. So enjoy that if you're a, a soccer slash football fan. Liverpool and Real Madrid in the Champions League final. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of the MLB gambling podcast. Like I said, uh, these we'll try to keep these shorter, but I think we went about what 45 minutes here, Dylan, uh, but we can sit here and talk about baseball all day. We know that, uh, but we'll be doing these Friday pods, uh, in addition to what we usually do throughout the week. We'll try to keep these shorters, uh, you know, talk about players, team trends that we're looking at, uh, going forward or what teams have been doing recently. So to, you know, it's kind of say out of the market, but, uh, Dylan, any plans this weekend uh, for you? Uh, no, probably not. We'll probably go down to the beach. I don't know if they have beaches in Texas, but uh, oh. it's Memorial <laughs> Day. It's Memorial Day weekend, so busy with the girlfriend. But I'll be tuned in on my phone to sports. Got a lot of playoffs going on. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. We have Game Six tonight in the N- uh, NBA playoffs. NHL hockey playoffs are still going on. Obviously, baseball all weekend as well as. Golf, uh, USFL, everything is just happening. That would be a good time for you to guys to get over to the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. If there's odds on it, we are covering it. But to make your life easier, just download the app. Uh, go to your app store or Google Play Store. Uh, just put an SGPN. You'll see the uh, app there. Just do yourselves a favor. Download it. You'll have all of our podcasts and picks right there at your fingertips on your mobile devices. Uh, Dylan, let the people know where they can find you before we get out of here, man. Yeah, you guys can find me on Twitter at rock with two Ks 24 and make sure you guys go follow the MLB gambling podcast page at MLB SGPN. Noah's doing a great job. I think we're almost at 400. So yeah. keep following us. Keep the content will keep coming. And yeah, I love doing these weekend shows. Yep. hundred percent. We'll be back next week as usual for the Monday schedule in MLB. And again, like Dylan said, make sure to follow the MLB gambling podcast account. Noah's absolutely crushing it. I know he's on vacation with his family, uh, but he's still crushing it on social media for us. With that being said, good luck with your bets this weekend. Let's break these books off and let it ride. Uh